My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and today is September 4th, 2012. Uh, even when I say the date, it's uh, it's mainly for those that are following regularly to to more easily discern and kind of tell which recording you're on. Because <laughs> I know for some of the shows that I listen to regularly, sometimes it's like, okay, when was this one recorded again? So you kind of know where you are in chronological time when this was shared. And, of course, the information that we share is really timeless, so it will be exactly what you need and desire whenever you hear it. Um, so it's really uh, beautifully quantum in that way. So welcome. So glad that you're here. If you're new, welcome, welcome, everybody. So welcome 
here. Um, the call-in number today is 818-514-1022. And just setting the intention for the message today, um, my intention is for uh, divine connection to the highest and most consistent frequencies of love and light, of God's light and love that is sourced from within us. So my intention and our intention with my team is for us to offer an experience that helps you connect with your unique uh, light of God that is within you. So if that is your intention, you're probably going to feel really yummy and very uh, soulfully connected to what we're sharing here. And if that is in any way out of alignment with why you are here, um, you're probably going to feel a little bit on the sidelines. We set up very specific intentions so that we can really harness um, and amplify those upward spiraling energies that are within each of us that are sharing that intention. <laughs> The show, uh, the layout of the show today, just like we typically do, we'll talk a little bit about current energies and flows, then we'll do a guided meditation, and then we will have a special topic, and the special topic today, um, as I've entitled it, is the layers of our multidimensional experience. Remembering that as we expand um, outward into uh, the other dimensional layers that are available to us in this unique part of the shift, that the other layers don't go away. Uh, you don't leave the first floor as you're headed to the fifth, sixth, seventh, and beyond uh, floors. All of those experiences are still a part of you and still available to us. So we're um, going to be talking a little bit more in depth about that today. And then we'll take questions and callers if I feel led and if the team is nudging me, if my internal guidance is, is headed in that direction. And then we'll close things up and um, say goodbye until next week. The 90 minutes just goes by so quickly, <laughs> doesn't it? It's amazing. Anyway, I'm so happy that you're here. Ah, beautiful. Okay, let's talk a little about, about current energies and some kind of current events. Last week, I had the pleasure of being a guest on Liz Green, uh, her show, and um, we recorded it on Wednesday, and then she shares it on Thursday, and I shared it on my, let's see, where is it for me? It's on my Facebook page, it's on my YouTube page, and I have not put a link to it on my website, so I need to I need to get cracking on that one, don't I? Um, anyway, it was a really, really fun interview. We spent about 48 minutes together. I hadn't, we hadn't met each other, um, at least in our human forms. We hadn't met um, in this journey prior to the actual um, interview or discussion, I should say. And it was just, I love her energy. Uh, she's so positive and so curious. She has such a beautiful spirit, and I really enjoyed the time with her, and I hope that for those of you that have uh, have already experienced it, that you really enjoyed the interview, too. Um, it was really fun, and I would love to meet with her again. That was great. Uh, let's see what else happened last week. I think that's about it. Um, we talked a little bit last week about the uh, remaining August energies that we had until the 31st on Friday with the second full moon in the month. Um, and for me, what I was kind of recommending for each of us is that we really become really clear um, about what we are uh, focusing on and therefore attracting into our lives, et cetera, what we're really making time for, and almost like uh, really consciously choosing, consciously prioritizing our dreams and our um, our loves, our passions, our joys, what seems to be really amplifying our sense of well-being in, in our life, um, et cetera. And uh, that, <laughs> that worked out really well. I felt over the weekend like I had a clearer picture 
of um, how, you know, what I wanted to make time for in the month of September, um, what I was really seeing, feeling naturally supported to participate in and, and projects I've had in my mind that just feel like they really, it's like time to get, <laughs> time to get to them. Um, and some of you may feel that way too. September is a is a pivotal month um, in the 12 month calendar year. Uh, October one is the beginning of the new year by uh, uh, historical, I want to say, standards. And I think for those that have studied astrology, I haven't in this lifetime. But for those that have studied astrology and even numerology, um, November one tends to be like a new year kind of effect for um, for really all of us energetically, whether we're conscious of it or not. So September. Oh, I'm sorry, October 1 is the beginning of the new year. Yeah, that's right, not November 1. I'm sorry about that. So, so my team is like, wait, 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 hang on. <laughs> so September for me feels like a wonderful kind of like, let's, you know, take care of business and uh, take care of the things that we really want to um, feel complete about as we move into the new year energies on October 1, that we just feel the sense of um, clarity about, okay, now we're ready for the new stuff kind of thing. So it's uh, for me, it feels very I feel very purpose driven <laughs> um, in a divine purpose kind of way. And I feel the support of my team. That was something else I wanted to share um, as last week, for whatever reason, I was uh, feeling led to listen to session eight in our online classes. I listen to my own stuff. I know that sounds strange, but I'm the conscious uh, channel and recipient interdimensionally of the messages and yet I'm also uh, as expanding you know as Jill and learning and growing etc so I listen to other people's stuff sometimes and sometimes I listen to my own stuff um, from my team and session eight uh, is long number one it's two hours actually I think a little bit over two hours and there was part of it where we were talking about it's the topic is man manifestation and law of attraction but we had a completely different spin on what that means um, beyond the secret beyond even what the beloved Abraham and Esther Hicks have shared etc it's just a completely different um, kind of take and perspective on it I want to say from an even higher dimensional perspective that a lot of us are ready for right um, and as I was listening to the team talk through me about go to the root of whatever you are desiring in your life, really take it down to the base layer of what that means to you. Um, and one of the things that I had been in my in my human life as Jill uh, wanting to attract more of is support, like an admin support, et cetera. Um, and what I realized is that support is actually the base level of all of that. Um, so it's basically saying, okay, figuring out for myself the base of what I'm looking for right now in my life is support. That all of these different things that I feel so internally driven towards and led towards all these projects, all these different ways of sharing, um, all these messages that I keep getting, getting uploaded with and, you know, how am I going to logistically get all these out there, um, and do my part to be the messenger, et cetera, um, it's support that I really was looking for. And I had uh, kind of made it into the third dimensional concept of I have to have an admin assistant or I have to have a virtual admin. And yet what I always trust is that the universe is even better at the hows than I am. So as I sat with that for a moment of what I was really looking for as support, I just could feel my team come in that I'm always supported we are always supported in our journey, and it may not look like what we thought it would, but it's always what we need. Um, and I, throughout everything I've gone through, even prior to my activation in, in 2009, I always 
was exactly where I was supposed to be, quote unquote. And everything always turned out um, in a beautiful way. Um, anyway, it's just amazing. So as I sat with that, I could feel more um, perfectly the support of my team and really the support of the universe that whatever projects I have um, in my heart that I'm feeling led towards supporting and creating, et cetera, that I will always have what I need, um, no matter what that, how that shows up. Oh, we are so supported, you guys. It's just, it's amazing to really comprehend that, but it's so true. Hmm. So for September, um, we're asking you to really be um, conscious about what you're making time for. There's so many distractions. There are so many things that come up in our journey and other people that come across our paths that need something or want something. And just because somebody else needs something or wants something does not mean that your name is on it, does not mean that you are obligated um, contractually or otherwise to put your name on something because somebody else is asking you something. I wouldn't get anything done if I was if I was answering all the email <laughs> questions that I get all the time. Um, there are just a lot of things that we may ask somebody for help with, but they're not contractually obligated to answer back. And I've had that in my own life too. Um, yeah, where I asked somebody else, will you, you know, earlier on in my path, will you teach me how to channel and all these things? And nobody called me back. And I was like, oh, I guess this is something I have to figure out for myself. <laughs> and sometimes we are chartered and designed to figure something out by ourselves. Um, whenever we kind of uh, place the responsibility of our needs and our wants on other people, number one, we're giving our power away. Number two, sometimes we're in a habit of doing that maybe too quickly, that we rely on others for, for our answers. We allow, allow others, we rely on others for guidance. Um, and it's really, in a lot of our cases, missing an opportunity to, to look deeper within for those answers, for that guidance, for even the teacher. The teacher can be within you. Your team and you as your higher self are an amazing teacher. So rather than consistently going to someone else to get the fish that they've caught, if you will, to use that old parable, teaching ourselves how to fish again. <laughs> remembering, re-hyphen-membering who and what we are and the natural sovereign connections that we have to Source Creator and all the divine wisdom, all the curiosity questions that we have that we're in a pattern sometimes of looking outside of us. It's very draining on the overall system and it's also you know, relieving ourselves of some of our own responsibilities and our own you know, calling on our own mastery, etc., in order to access the mastery, we have to begin to use it. So better start now than later, right? <laughs> it worked well for me anyway. <laughs> and if some of you are saying, but where do I start? Start anywhere, friends. There is no wrong way to begin to access your mastery. There really is no wrong way to do that. I hope you can really hear us when we say that. Try anything. Try something new. Retry something that you did before that you felt like you were making some progress with. Do whatever you feel led as a way of redirecting your energy and redirecting your behavior to guide yourself back within, within to that amazing heart space, into that amazing intellectual center that you have within your heart 
not your human brain, right? Not the mental body, not the emotional body, your heart-centered consciousness that is your connection, the gateway that you have within you to all that is, all the wisdom beyond your soul's wisdom, divine wisdom, unity, consciousness, and action. That's what we are being asked to put into action in our own lives, unity, consciousness, retraining ourselves what love means, that love is not self-sacrificial, that it's not meeting the needs of others ahead of the needs of ourselves, that um, love for self and unity consciousness is so much about um, trusting that others also have the answers within and that we have no, it's it's necessary and important for really all of us that are on our conscious journeys to remember the the boundaries and the rules and responsibilities that each of us have in our own journey um, and that that crutch kind of mentality of constantly looking for support and guidance, et cetera, outside of ourselves, beyond our higher self, beyond our team, really outside of our energy field, that is only going to get us so far. Hmm. Every single thing we do is uniquely and divinely created to assist you in accessing that on-ramp that you have to your higher self, to your unique connection to source creator that is within you. Okay? Providing you with a crutch is not going to get us um, the platinum age experience that so many of us are really looking for right now. (sighs) Can you just feel that? Okay. Hmm. All right. And I'm really excited about how the special topic um, relates in a lot of ways to what we have just this little mini upload I wasn't expecting. (laughs) Okay. That feels complete in terms of September. Be very clear. Be very conscious. Um, Be aware of old programs and how you trigger yourself sometimes into feeling guilt or obligation to assist another, um, which is a definition of love that is very self-sacrificial, et cetera, and not in alignment with the higher divine frequencies and not in alignment with your sovereignty or the other being sovereignty from my perspective, okay? Okay, let's read a passage from the book, Beacon for Lightworkers, A Journey for Remembering, and I don't know who's we get, who's we get to read this week. Okay, last week was Lynn Blackman. Ah, this week is Jen Juniper. Oh, my gosh, and the mandala she picked from Sea Angel 12. You'll be able to see it on the video. It's just this amazing yumminess. Oh, my goodness, that image. Okay, Uh, let me connect with Jen here so I can make sure and capture uh, the underlying frequencies to what she so beautifully shared here. Okay, thank you, Jen. Okay, the call. The seed of what I am now is in the little girl who wrote this poem. I can feel it getting closer, despite the wandering, wandering, the inevitable place of truth. The spirit of genius resides in us all, whether it be flamboyant or subtle, acknowledged or not. The dawn of a new day is near the chosen few the chosen many the chosen one we are all chosen Jen Juniper 
how perfectly is that in tune with the overall theme of today's webinar? Oh, my gosh. Thank you, synchronicity, divine affirmation and action. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Jen. <sighs> yummy, yummy. Okay. Very good. Okay, I'm going to get a drink, and then we will get to the meditation today. I keep looking outside my window and <laughs> beyond the camera because the birds are so active in my backyard today. They're just swooping and soaring all over the place. Absolutely beautiful. <sighs> beautiful. Okay. So the meditation today is for, and I'm just receiving live the intention for this meditation. Hmm. <sighs> To help us clear the clutter and get through the noise to the heart of the matter of God that is within. Okay. The clearing and tuning. Okay. Ah, so please close your eyes. Um, I recommend feet flat on the floor, palms up on your knees or up in your lap. Nice deep breaths. In through the nose and out through the mouth. <sighs> Visualize the source of light that is at the very, very center of your body and of your energy field. Visualize the source of light becoming so big and so beautifully amplified that it is at least the size the height of your body and then in a perfect sphere and now we're going to expand it even farther at least uh, three feet or about 1.6 meters off of the body notice uh, your crown chakra may be um, even more activated at this time you may feel a openness at the top of your head as this divine energy from within you is expanding and helping tune you naturally, organically to your sovereign frequencies, to the God essence that is you in your infiniteness. We are reminded that there was never a time in the all that is where there was not you as a soul. This is what it means to be infinite. There are not old souls and young souls. That would imply chronological age of a soul. There are levels of experience that you have as a soul, but that is not to be confused with chronological age. There are levels of experience and curiosity that have allowed the soul, the higher self, tremendous expansion, the access of wisdom that is profound, and sometimes challenging to comprehend from within our human form. Call upon your mastery that resides within this light. Please repeat after me. 
remembering I am infinite, I call upon my mastery as an infinite being. I call upon my sovereignty and my God essence to be known in my consciousness, to be brought forward in my physical journey here on earth at this time. Please hold your hands up in front of you with your palms facing outwards. Feel a warmth or imagine or visualize a warmth reaching your palms. You may actually feel a source of light even with your eyes closed. This is using your higher sensory awareness not the limitations of your five human senses. You may feel a glow of light from within your inner vision. And the source of light is within your energy field, but it is a separate source of light, separate from you, from this reality. It is perceived that way. Move your hands slightly back and forth to feel the play of energy with this being that there is a um, almost like a cushion of energy as you push into this other being. And this other aspect of Source Creator wishes to reveal itself at this time, for this is not a guessing game of who's who. This is our beloved Gaia. And Gaia is reminding us of the partnership that we have in this journey with her. We are not taking care of her, and she is not taking care of us. There is a mutual level of love and light and honor and respect and partnership co-creation that we have with Gaia whenever we are experiencing the earthly realms, whether it be from a human incarnation, another form of life, or even as a spirit guide or guardian, etc., and ways of experiencing ourselves as a soul that do not involve incarnating in a body. Gaia has responsibilities for herself as a planetary being, She has roles and responsibilities that she willingly, willfully, and lovingly, and graciously plays as a planetary being on which human life and physical reality is allowed to be and experience itself. And she wishes to remind us that we also, like her, have a sense of responsibility, roles, and um, ways of experiencing ourselves that we uniquely offer to Source Creator, to God. We are each creating an experience, and we are each creating a reality with our thoughts that connect us to certain levels of vibration and frequency of source 
with varying levels of love and light associated with each to varying degrees of feeling and experiencing any sense of separation that could be interpreted as darkness. Gaia views us as an extremely wise being, extremely nurturing, extremely gentle, and extremely loving and compassionate. And she is asking each of us to allow those same vibrations of source to be felt and known and amplified and fully activated within our human journeys at this time. Thank you, Gaia. She's deeply bowing in reverence and honor for the role that we play, thanking us for being here thanking us for the unique role, unique mission that we have at this time. She's asking us to view her as an equal. It's It diminishes our mastery whenever we are placing a beloved being like Gaia on a pedestal, that somehow we are unworthy, that we are not capable of viewing Gaia as a partner and viewing our entire team and source and all that is as a as a cooperative playing field that we all are love and light in our essence and by calling upon that light trusting that that is our source identity we more readily and more easily can see through the clutter and debris of the separation age and more fully bring to the surface from within the core of our being this love and light, these harmonious, peace-filled, well-being, states of reality, states of consciousness into our physical journeys. And Gaia wishes us to remember that that is the most precious gift, the most precious way of serving, quote-unquote, our role, our our promise to her, our promise to ourselves, our higher self and the all that is and the mission that we created and that we are bringing into form with each and every moment that we are in our journeys. Consciously choosing love and light. Allowing anything that is not in alignment with the love and light of all that is, the benevolence, of our essence and the essence of all that is, of every form of life, anything that is not in alignment with that is uh, for you to choose, for you to discern what will you share of yourself, what will you call upon of yourself, and what will you bring forward into the outward appearing world? What will you create in your human experience in each and every moment? Is it amplifying the light and the love of all? Is it increasing the sovereignty and the benevolence of the human race? Mm. Choose carefully, dear ones, Gaia just said. For this is instrumental in bypassing the landmines of the separation age that are just exploding 
all over the place sometimes it seems at this phase of the shift. Anchor your light as fully as possible within your physical journeys, within your human experience, in all facets of the ways that you experience yourself, no matter what roles those may be. Your job, your relationships with others, your your um, romantic relationships or partnerships, marriages, etc., with your children, with your parents, with your your pets, who are also another form of children in a lot of ways, with the animal kingdoms, with the plant kingdoms, with your neighbors, with the people that don't like you, and <laughs> with the people that adore you because they see you for who and what you are. Those that choose to see your light, and there are others that choose not to. And no matter what, all is well all the time. So going back to the size of your energy field that you are allowing yourself to play in and co-create from, just visualize how large your energy field is. Is it still three feet off the body or is it endless. And now going back to the partner that came forward in this journey, Gaia, what is the size, the relative size of your energy field relative, relative to hers? This isn't about a better than or a not worthy of. I'm just, we are just asking you to consider, is it at least as big as the energy field of this planet? Because from your team's perspective, it's equal. All energy fields are equal. And there are different levels of light that each are accessing more naturally, more organically from within the denser, slower (laughs) uh, ways of energy movement spin in a physical reality like Earth. But we're catching up quickly, aren't we? Catching up quickly and re-hyphen-membering who and what we are, and why we are here, why we are in a human form at this time. We're not here because we didn't get things right. We're not here because we did something wrong or we were sent back to class. We volunteered to be here. And if that doesn't quite match your own truth, I do recommend at some point that you go back to the March message what it means to be a volunteer in the earthly planes. Very special message there to help you remember that very, very important truth. And to me, that's literally the only way to break free from, to expand beyond the karmic wheel and the karmic cycle that some feel so trapped within. Okay. As a soul, you are fully evolved. You are fully whole. You are 100% complete in your divinity as a soul. There is no but. There is no except for in that statement. Please repeat after me. I am a whole and complete aspect of source creator 
of God, of all that is. I need nothing outside of my energy field. No one, no person, no other soul, no truth to complete me. Everything I need, everything I desire for my sense of well-being is within my being. And I have full and complete access to all that I desire and all that I need in its God essence within the core of my being, within my energy field. Nice deep breath. One more. Okay. Oh, Gaia has something very important to add here. She says, can you imagine if I were out there looking for my twin flame? Can you imagine if I were out there looking for what I considered a soulmate? Choose your truths carefully and consciously. It is in our wholeness that we allow our mastery. And so it is. Thank you. Wiggling toes, wiggling fingers, and Gaia is just saying, you are welcome. <clears throat> what a gift. Oh, my goodness, Gaia, thank you. Okay, drink time. Get some water, please. Looking at Gaia as a beloved friend, as a member of your cosmic soul family, it's a wonderful way to go about your experience. <laughs> if you're not already doing it, I highly recommend it. She's so supporting us, you guys. She's always a member of our team, by the way, just by us being in a human form, experiencing her in this way. And she's also just wanting me to amplify because we, within our our earthly languages within our human languages, we have pronouns where we need to signify something by a feminine or masculine. She is both. Gaia is in her wholeness, just like all of us, as our highest vibrations of self and our source levels of light and love is divine feminine and what we know of as divine masculine. It is both. In separating, in experiencing separation in a separation age, we choose a gender. We choose male or female, etc. And in our expansion process, we can still have the gender form 
and yet evolve beyond the masculine, feminine gender roles and ways of viewing ourselves, um, that we still have the sexuality and all the other things that, that go along with a specific gender. And yet we are calling upon the highest vibrations of source that you guys in the higher realms, as I know it and as I experience, there isn't male, male and female. There isn't divine masculine and divine feminine. There's just divinity. Okay? Please recognize the sometimes, in my perspective, limiting, self-limiting ways that we interpret things as divine feminine or divine masculine. When you allow it to be both without even the need of a gender signif- signification, a gender identity, to me it's an automatic kind of upgrade in the way that you're experiencing the energy of unity consciousness, the energy of God creator that is within every single one of us. <sighs> Thank you. Hmm. Okay. So, yes, we need to refer to, because of our language at this time, and I do look forward to it evolving, <laughs> um, to her and him and she and he, et cetera. But when I say her as Gaia or she as Gaia, I in no way mean to imply that, that she, she's, she's both. She's divine. That doesn't mean divine mother or divine father. It's just divine. It's all of those things. It's all of those vibrations in the wholeness and is the, and in the highest vibrational way of experiencing Gaia as I choose to and as you can choose to. <laughs> and it's all good. However you decide to play the game, there's nothing wrong with it. <sighs> Part of my role is to help us remember that there's another way of looking at things that typically isn't out there yet to help us keep moving forward in our own expansion and creating higher and higher levels of upward spiral energies. Okay, another drink, then the special topic. (laughs) Okay, special topic, the layers of our multidimensional experience. It has come up uh, several times in private sessions, and I think we've talked about it on the show, too. There's an article that we shared. Oh, my goodness. It was like January of 2011, probably, so quite a while ago, um, called Which Voice Wins? And if you haven't read it, I really recommend you go to the website, beaconforlightworkers.com at some point, and there's a little search box on the website, and just search Which Voice Wins, and then hit the little search um, link and it will pull up that possibly others but the article is titled which voice wins and that message um is so important because it was i mean i didn't even realize why i needed to share it but now as i'm calling upon it more often and asking others to to read it for themselves uh we're still sometimes a lot of us are looking at our expansion and our awakening process, et cetera, that we leave behind the lower dimensional thoughts, feelings, experiences. And I've said before through my team that we actually expand beyond them. Expanding beyond them is very different than leaving them. When you expand beyond something, that's still available to you because the third dimensional frequencies are still present in this reality. We're not, 
I mean, my desire is not to seclude myself. Um, I mean, and if you look at it numerically and mathematically and scientifically, et cetera, the number 100 still contains the number one. That's another way to look at it. You can't have 100 jelly beans without starting with one. <laughs> um, so all the greater levels of dimensional realities, dimensional states of being, also include the lowest vibrational states of being, okay? Even if they weren't, I mean, just like beings in the higher realms um, that are not incarnated at this time in the earthly realms or possibly anywhere in a physical reality, um, they may not have ever had a physical incarnation. And yet they are at their whatever vibration they're choosing to operate at, whatever level of light they're choosing to be, um, there are there's access to it even if they didn't have direct experience with it gosh i have to wrap my own head around that one you don't have to personally experience it you don't have to personally choose it and yet it is available to you by automatically it's available to you by being at a certain level of vibration in your beingness whether that is in a human, a human state, a physical form of life, or not, a non-physical state of being in the light body, etc. Okay. Okay, they're just like, let's get started here. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to. So I'm just taking some nice deep breaths, similar to when I go into that meditative state, going deeper and deeper within my energy field, past the clutter, past the noise, past the mental body, past the emotional body, past the etheric realms, into the essence of divinity that is within each of us. been going on whoa okay beautiful not wanting to stop it just noticing that my energetic rhythm is being adjusted to the frequency and vibration of this message and I don't wouldn't want to stop that I'm going to allow that if I were to look down on my spin it is in a clockwise motion actually this time witnessing a lot of self-limiting and we would even go to the point of saying self-destructive <clears throat> patterns of behavior taking place even within spiritual communities like our spiritual walks like you are having and this is very much related to the lower frequency vibrations that are at some level within your energy field and that somehow you have a truth or a belief that if you were truly expanded and if you were authentically accessing your light, then you wouldn't have that. Then it wouldn't be part of your experience, that you wouldn't even, you wouldn't have any in, in experiencing of self-doubt. Um, you wouldn't have any experience of judgment. You wouldn't have any experience um, or 
you know, momentarily coming across vibrations of jealousy or hate or whatever the case may be. Those vibrations are available to you from within your human state, within a physical reality, and there are spikes of it within a shift of ages like you are carrying out. Any of those spikes of feelings, emotional feelings, in your mental body and in your emotional body, they are no, in no way a sign that you are not light. They are no, in no way contradictory to who and what you are and your sovereignty, friends. They are just a part of the reality in the human experience. Whether you wish to own them is what we wish to talk about today. The members of the Guardian Council of the Golden Ray that have experience in a human form and have experience, multiple experience, many of them, in an ascension process while within physical form, front and center in this message, and pardon my temporary distraction, there's a toning going on in my right ear that is so clear, so audible in my inner, in my inner higher sensory hearing system. It is, uh, thank you. Further tuning for the message today. Okay. St. Germain is our spokesperson today. Mm, Namaste, friend. Dear brothers and sisters, the games, the human games that you play with yourselves are beautiful, sometimes humorous, and sometimes incredibly distracting. Distracting to the love and the light that you are that we see when we experience you. We're looking at your energy field right now and we affirm for you 100%. Our verdict and our declaration is that you are authentic light and love the core of your being into the infiniteness of you as a soul. (sighs) Nice deep breath with that, please. Nice deep breath. (sighs) Please, just to yourself or out loud, wherever you are, please repeat these words. I am love. I am light. That is all that I am. That is all that I was, and that is all I will be in infinity. And you are experiencing humanity, physical reality, a physical journey, journey with bumps and rocks and walls and thickness and heaviness. 
and you are interacting with those slower vibrational states. And as you interact with those multidimensional states of being and states of consciousness, fully aware of the light that you are and other states of being, perhaps even from you, but definitely within others that are not on their path yet, forgetting completely that they are 100% love and light and that you are 100% love and light and that beyond the, or within the physical journeys of the earthly planes, that is all there is, is love and light. To some of you, it sounds boring. Please recognize that. <laughs> oh, it is not. But we can see where you think so. Because the adventure of duality and polarity is just hypnotic to some of you. The vast extremes that are possible from forgetting in the separation game that you, who and what you are, that you are love and light 100% at your core. That's intoxicating. Like a drug. And yet, in the core of your beingness, there is nothing more that you need or that you seek or that you desire other than everything that you are. Of that, we can assure you. So given how we see you and how we know you in all ways that you experience yourself, that you are 100% identified in your light and love, why do you feel these waves of self-doubt, you may ask? Why do you feel these spikes of lower frequency emotion and uh, self-sabotage, it seems, at times around every corner? That is part of the shift, and that is very much a part of the multidimensional experience that you are having. From within your humanness, from within the bodysuit, you have the range of frequencies available all the way to forgetting that you are love and light to fully experiencing more and more as you expand in, into and beyond the separation game into the platinum age and golden age frequencies that you are pre-coded with within you. That range, that broad, broad spectrum of experiencing yourself is so special and important and you choose the waves of self-doubt that may ripple through you the noisiness of the mental body as it screams at you that you don't know enough that you need to go do something else that you're lazy that you're unproductive the emotional body's tantrums and tirades and just being flat on the floor with emotion of grief or sadness or worry or paralyzed by fear. That experience is so divinely special to the human experience 
And we know that you want to get beyond it. We know that you don't want to feel like you're trapped under it, like a Mack truck is sitting on top of your chest and there's no other choices. There are other choices, but those other frequencies don't go away yet. And they may not be fully, we would say, resolved from the human reality, from the earthly planes, friends, for, for perhaps centuries. And some of you on your path may still be in that same bodysuit centuries from now. And some of you will not, and that is okay. Some will have other cycles of incarnation by choice, always, of repeating the human experience and having different missions and different assignments, etc., based on the way that blueprints are being played out, etc., for the earth and for humanity and for all life on earth. These blueprints are real. And it is important to trust them so that you can remember and know that there is a divine purpose with all things, with all experiences, and with every facet of your journey, every twist and turn being another choice for you to more fully access and choose the love and the light that you are. Nice deep breath. In the message that we shared through our partner that she referred to earlier called Which Voice Wins, we guided her to share that message because it was just one facet of many that she, not unlike many of you, experience certain things in your human experience, in your humanness. And there are so many different ways that you can respond to them. And so many frequencies of thought that can be either chosen or amplified or focused upon with any one of those experiences. In every single one of the underlying energies that are guiding you literally on your journey, there are these various choices and sometimes those underlying energies do include these spikes of um, to initiate and even trigger um, past patterns, um, life lessons, etc. Not to run you over again, friends. <laughs> to help you strengthen more fully into the love and the light vibrations that are flooding your experience at this time. They are not eluding you. They are running parallel to all the other choices that you may have given more attention to and that you may have tuned yourself to be more aware of. Some of you are still choosing this quasi-ascended <laughs> quasi being, quasi-mastery, in which there are moments of feeling your mastery and then there are other repetitive cycles that happen in your journey where you snap back to the separation game and to the feelings of being small, being controlled, being manipulated, um, feeling like you have no choice, feeling compelled to respond in a certain way unconsciously. And every single one of those cycles repeats. Do you know why? 
so that you can notice the repetition of the cycle, so that you can pause, so that you can remember that there are broader choices, so that you can open your hands, call upon your God self, and say to yourself, to the inner God, light and love that you are, I see this again, I feel this wave again, show me another way to experience this cycle where I can feel and know and bring to the surface and demonstrate outwardly the love and the light that I am at my center, when I am in my center, when I am not off in my emotional body or off in my mental body that is a part of the overall reality but is not possibly yet for you rooted in the love and the light that you are. Every single one of us that is stepping forward in this message, and I have the honor and privilege of being the spokesperson for, we know those spikes, the vibrate, those lower frequency patterns that you may have, well, from our perspective, that you did choose to work with and play with in this experience, not to have them roll you over or tick you off in each phase of those cycles repeating in your journey, but just another way of, in this shift, healing and releasing and expanding beyond the separation age frequencies, expanding beyond them into the wider vibrational field, expanding into the love and the light more fully that you are. All of us know these lower frequency programs. And even in our most evolved state, in our humanness, we felt those spikes. We just didn't choose them. We didn't choose to amplify them. We didn't choose to animate them. And sometimes we did. (laughs) And that's okay, too, because in this reality that you are experiencing right now, that's part of the menu of choices. But you'll notice they become less less frequent. You'll notice they become more brief. The spikes of the lower frequency energies are there because you are in a physical reality amidst this, this partially separation age experience and growing into this platinum age experience. Because they are happening simultaneously, you have all of it on the menu for you. So if your menu of items only feels like the separation age, lower frequency, fear-based responses, then we just ask you, open up. (laughs) Open up the other part of the menu that is within you. You are encoded to have the light and love-based feelings and responses and choice they're available the choices are available to you you may not have fully remembered them by trusting that they are available to you by re-membering more of who and what you are in your infiniteness which is why we started the message reminding you that you are love and light 100 percent authentically and you are experiencing yourself in human form there is no or Wherever you feel an either-or choice, an either-or decision, you are only operating from the separation age menu of experiences. 
we guarantee it. Because in your infiniteness, in the highest levels of love and light vibration that you are, there is nothing but ands. You could do this, and you could do this, and you could respond this way, and you can feel this way, that you are choosing your feelings. You are choosing when to feel defeated, and you are choosing when to feel triumphant. You are choosing when to feel hopeless, and you are choosing when to feel hopeful. Okay? You are choosing when to feel misery, and you are choosing when to feel joy. And there are so many uh, shades of each, (laughs) obviously. And what we are continuously showing our partner is that even the frequencies of joy and well-being and love and understanding that leads to compassion, those even there is no cap, that they are continuously expanding even more. And we know that is what you seek as well. And we are reminding you that it is all available to you. Every single one of those choices is available to you. That is one of the many things, those many, one of the many uh, wonderful parts of the experience that you are having in a shift is that they're all available to you. Outside of the shift, once you're at the pinnacle of the age of enlightenment or the the trough, if you will, of the separation age game, the menu almost uh, tends to condense a little bit more because the blueprints are more solidified for the age that is then fully in place, that is fully anchored and fully offered. Okay? For those that are still intoxicated with the separation age game, please remember that as a soul you are infinite. And that also means that your ability to incarnate simultaneously in multiple realities, in multiple timelines, in multiple uh, states of being is always offered to you. This is not the only place you are. Okay? So keep in mind what that means. Okay? Follow your unique joy. Follow your internal guidance. Some of you are rushing and running so fully into the vibrations of love and light that there would be no stopping you, even if we wanted to. (laughs) And some of you are very content for a very methodical kind of pace. And some of you feel like there's a wall all around you that you cannot break free from. Notice your truths, notice your patterns, notice your thinking, and notice the unconscious levels of feeling that are going on still within you, if that is your experience. Break free from the confinement of the mental body and of the emotional body. There is very limited a states of experiencing oneself and those lower vibrational states of being. Your mastery, your creator ability, and your conscious choosing is within the core of your being. Tapping into your higher self, to your God frequencies, to your team, whatever you call it, okay? You are infinite, you are love, and you are light. 
choosing consciously will help you more gracefully, more harmoniously experience the tumultuous energies that are in play and that will continue in this phase of the shift. Everything gets more intense. And recognize that joy can be intense in a positive way, okay? That it is just so fully um, gripping you that you don't want to choose anything else, okay? Intense doesn't have to mean bad. It's just that the energies guiding you feel extremely strong and extremely powerful. And the more that you are consciously aware, taking those pauses when you choose to, when you remember you can, to choose the feelings to amplify your actions. That's what masters do. And that is how we view you as a fellow master, choosing to be a part of this ground crew, choosing to shift in age, and our beloved Gaia. We all view Gaia as a partner. The spikes of energies will feel more intense. None of them, again, meant to knock you over or pull you away from your love and your light essence. But each of them, another choice point, another opportunity to go within, deep within the center of who and what you are, fully connecting to the love and the light vibrations at the center of who and what you are. The spikes soften from that experience. And they don't feel like something on the road that's going to pop your tires on your car. They feel like something that you're aware of and that you observe and you witness as either coming up or right in front of you. And you choose to either go forward, gliding over them, just like the the spiky uh, protection mechanism at the airports. (laughs) And if you go back, you may get popped. (laughs) Your tires may get popped. You may feel deflated in your energy field. Please don't take that as a sign that you are not a master or as a shaking of your identity of who and what you are. Take that as another choice, another opportunity to choose from, and then consciously choose how you will respond. Hmm. Consciously choosing as masters do. level of service that you can offer others, any other, all of humanity, all life on the planet, all of our beloved partner Gaia, the highest level of service 
that you offer in the shift is by being your unique light of God to the best of your ability that you've re-hyphen-membered so far at this time and remembering that there will always be more to help you avoid any trips over the spikes of arrogance or feeling superior to anyone else. All are light. All are love at their core. And it is by being your unique essence of God to the best of your ability that you spark that most most readily when they choose, if they choose to even see it, for themselves. Now is not to shy, a time to shy away from your love and your light. Now is not the time to shy away from your opportunity to expand more fully into these vibrations. Now is the time to fall we would say endlessly and effortlessly and gracefully into the core essence of who and what you are. Bypassing sometimes easily the the lower frequency choices that have you stuck in any sense of separation from the love and the light that you are or in any way feeling separate from the love and the light that is the core essence of everyone else. Everyone has these broad sets of choices, and sometimes you will be surprised and even disappointed by some of the choices that are being made by others that you thought were on a path similar to yours, and yet they've somehow slipped um, into the separation game again. It is all okay. They do not need to be rescued necessarily. Remember that each of you has a dedicated support team, and none of you are can truly slip out of fully the identity of your love and your light. It's just the human experience that has you feeling that way. And you'll witness it, and you'll observe it in others. In those moments, take a deep breath. I am love, I am light, you may say. And I know, and I remember, and I trust that this is also true of this beautiful other being that I'm witnessing and observing. And I trust that as I call upon my love and my light, anchoring it more fully into the human experience as I do so, I more readily make that choice front and center, consciously available to this other being but I love as a soul so much. <sighs> Recognize that there is some type of shrapnel, <clears throat> energetic shrapnel, that can be um, thrown, like misfired. <laughs> Um, lower frequency emotions that is somehow in some ways directed at you. Are you going to put your name on that? Are you going to assign that to you to own it, 
that you somehow deserved it, that is somehow a reflection of what's at your core, that is also your choice. Most of the time, it's nothing about you. And that process that we just went through, as an example for you, can be very, very um, centering for you in anchoring your light, helping you amplify your light, and in the process, bringing to the surface of your energy field or leaving at the surface of your energy field any of that energetic debris that is not yours. It did not start with you. It was not created by you, and it was certainly not delivered by you. Okay? But somehow, in the experiencing of humanity, you move through landmines. (laughs) You move through shrapnel. Or you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time sometimes. Those spikes that other people are feeling sometimes animates things that are not in your highest good. And it is important for you to take responsibility for what is in your energy field and keeping yourself clear of that energetic debris so that you can more fully access and be the love and the light that you are. Always were and always will be. It is your identity. As a soul, as a sovereign being, as a member of the cosmic family, where there are no delineations between which stargate you arrived through or traveled through, where there is no delineation of what human race, what bloodline you came through, where there is no delineation about gender, where there is no delineation of any kind. You are so fully rooted at your highest levels in the unity consciousness. And that is where you will allow and access the peace and the love and the sense of well-being that is offered to you even when you have the spikes, even when you are witnessing and observing the spikes that are available to you or to anyone or to anything. And our perspective, that is how you thrive in the shift. We will close by reminding you that we love you infinitely, that we understand you as a soul, and we have zero judgment. We have zero instances of looking at your human experience and saying, oh, she messed up. He did it wrong there. That is not how we operate beyond the fourth dimension of experiencing ourselves. And we see many of you in human form already expanded to that level, already fully animating and fully anchoring the fifth dimensional levels of light that are available fully right now, and some of you far beyond that. That is fully anchored already in the grid system for humanity and for the earthly realms at this time. And every single one of you choose it. Every single one of you can choose it for yourselves in your journey. 
notice your patterns and create new endings to the endings that you don't like anymore that have you feeling any sort of lower frequency emotion or fear or mental analysis paralysis we love you we support you we have nothing but honor for who and what you are even in your human journey every single moment of your experience we honor knowing that it was a level of growth and that the role you play is very special no matter how you play that role our highest hope for you is that you are experiencing levels of love and light and well-being and joy from within your human experience because from what we see when we look at you that is encoded within you as part of the experience that you wanted to have as a higher self, as, as an infinite soul, while in your human form, while in this shift. And we remind you that by making those choices and by animating those higher frequencies, that is how the shift happens. That is how a platinum age is created. And that was why it was designed. So that all life, so that all of humanity, so that Earth herself and all the ways that she witnesses and observes each of you, not as a spy, but as a partner, can see and feel the reflection back of all the peace and all the well-being and all the states of harmony that have been created and that are consistently being created. So fully anchored in the sovereignty that is now available in the earthly planes at this time. With that, we close. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Namaste. Oh, thank you, dear brother, and thank you to everyone who participated. Saint Germain is bowing his light body head. His honor for each of us is so sincere, and I hope that you can feel that. He gets a bad rap sometimes from my perspective. (laughs) Misunderstood as arrogance by owning the mastery of who and what he is in his infiniteness. When truly underlying all of it is uh, intense compassion and intense desire for all to feel that mastery for themselves. You're welcome. Okay. Let's get a drink, and we will take a caller. I don't take them in order, by the way. I take the one that I feel is the just the one that I feel led to take. <laughs> okay. Area code 6. 
or excuse me, 760, area code 760. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, well, I am doing well. Is there, what is your what is your first name? Katie. Hi, Katie. Were you able to listen to the full message today or any of it? I got most of it, yeah. Tell me about the tears. Um, there were tears of joy when I was listening to a lot of it. And um there was a sorrow at the same time. I'm um I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling despair. Yeah. I am. You know, I'm a, an animal communicator. Mm-hmm. And when I was 11 years old, um, my soulmate came into my life, a golden retriever. And I closed the door to humans altogether. I just was had it with the pain. And uh, I recently discovered that I actually have chosen to be human. And um, there's really a huge part of me that like it at all. Don't want to be. I, yes. No. Yeah. I feel trapped. I, you know, yeah. I feel okay. like there's some. I, you know, I, I am aware actually on on one level that I very much chose this, and at times I feel like I'm arguing, um, mm-hmm. or pleading my case to a higher counsel, going, "Yes, but." Um, Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm a single mom, single mom with four kids, and I've heard myself say, "I didn't sign up to be single. I didn't sign up to do this alone." And I have this voice that says that you are supported. I'm like, yeah. okay, um, but you know, please, please show me, show me where yeah. that, show me where I'm supposed to go. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm incredibly willing um, to not experience the suffering. I'm like, okay, I've had enough suffering. Really, mm-hmm. I've had enough. What do I need to do? I'm just, we're getting kicked out in 30 days because I pay my rent. <laughs> Seriously. I have 12 dogs that have come to me and said I need help. I have four horses, or sorry, five horses, four cats, and a goose. The goose that thinks it's a dog, and I'm helping her to evolve into a goose form. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm I'm renting where I, I didn't have to do that before, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, um, we have no place to go, and, and then I hear this voice saying, you have every place to go. <laughs> um, okay. I, I'm 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 struggling still with, with yeah. You know, I I I hear the truth, and I'm like, I know, I know it. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. I. I I'm doing my best to not fall into this despair stuff. Yeah. So let's hear what your team has to say about this, okay? Does that sound good? Yes, please. Okay. Okay. Um, They're bringing me back to your words a minute ago when you were, right before you mentioned that you're a single mom with four kids and that you felt like I didn't sign up to do this alone. And what they wish for you to remember first and foremost is that you're never doing it alone. You're never doing it alone. It feels that way from our humanness, 
But the more that you can trust that even you feeling like it's just you as the sole provider, the sole nurturer, et cetera, the sole breadwinner, the sole caretaker of all these beautiful souls that are around you, including the animal ones, right, that you're never doing it alone. Okay, so that's the first and foremost, just in terms of a sense of truth, right? It, this yep. is even more than support, right? Okay, so that's the first thing they're asking you to uh, shift your sense of even uh, sense of self and what's going on with you. Okay, the other thing that they're they're asking you to consider is that you are not the only person that can help all of these beautiful animals, but you are the only person that can help your children. Katie, can you feel that? Yeah. Okay, so recognize that each one of the, and we're going to go over it. So for those that are listening on the computer or listening on the phone, I think on the phone you can still hear it, but it'll sound like it's disconnecting, um, but I'm just going to go over. <laughs> and it'll still, it'll still record, et cetera, okay? Um, so, Katie, just stay on the line, even though the uh, the voice will say be saying 10 seconds, et cetera. Um, every single one of these beautiful animal beings, well, so infinite infinite sources of creator that are experiencing themselves in a horse form, goose form, dog form, etc. All of them also have a spiritual support team. Now, it's different in an animal form, right? Because the humans, for the domesticated animals, are the caretakers of them. But you are not the only caretaker that's available on the planet or that is contracted, actually, to assist with the nurturing and the food and the providing and the care and the security, et cetera, of these other beings. So your team is asking you to uh, almost like reconsider and be very open. It's almost like taking, you know, putting yourself in a circle with your your birth children. Uh, are they all your, your, are your four kids your birth oh, yeah. children? Okay. Oh, yeah, one word, yeah. Your four children in the middle, they're saying of this beautiful circle of love, and then you are in the epicenter of, well, not the epicenter, but you're right around them with your energetic arms all around them. And on the outside of that periphery are these beautiful animals. And some you may feel um, will always be with you. They're contracted with you as a soul to be with you in this journey, similar to the golden retriever that you mentioned, right? Some of these other beings are traveling through your path and are not, as far as I can tell, contractually, you're not contractually obligated. You're not the only person, the only human contractually um, assigned to them, to their nurturing, to their well-being, et cetera. So your team is asking you to be very open and basically say a prayer or an invocation for each one of them that you are open to whatever is in their highest good. Because it doesn't do anyone any good if you are feeling overwhelmed or to the point of despair, like these obligations and responsibilities are smothering your light and your love, Katie. Okay? That is so, I can feel your huge, compassionate um, sense of just so, you have so much love and so much honor and so much nurturing for really everything on this planet. And as these beautiful souls, including the ones in the animal form, are coming across your path, you are so beautifully willing to step up and say, well, I'll help. But your team is asking you to kind of pause and reflect for a moment because when you step in, it almost sometimes can take an opportunity out of the play, at least for that moment, of someone else that doesn't, there may be another being that doesn't have anything that they're taking care of. No animals, no children, etc. And that horse in their life may be a one-on-one relationship that would really benefit the horse and really benefit the human. 
So there are benevolent outcomes. I, I can see it easily with every single one of these beings. And with some of them, it's not assigned to you. How does that feel to you? It feels lighter. 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 And that's always a good sign, right? That the weight, the destiny of these, the destiny of these being souls was never on your shoulders. The, The animal forms, as I experience them, are a beautiful complement to the beauty and the love and the nurturing and the um, just giving and service to others kind of vibration that's available on this planet. So anytime that we are feeling like, well, I have to take care of them or they'll die, we're not even really seeing them in their highest form, are we? Because we're seeing them as broken, wounded, needy, um, and nothing with if it weren't for our love. They were something. They are something in their infiniteness as a soul. That's that's 100% light and love, just like Saint Germain was saying there. That's true of all these animals too. So sometimes we are disempowering this other form of life. Sometimes in the way that we are looking at it, like it would die if it weren't for us. Yeah. It number one. It it's it's kind of overstepping our boundaries and in terms of it's kind of arrogant actually there's a vibration mm-hmm. of it that's arrogant um mm-hmm. but it looks it doesn't look that way on the surface it looks very empathic it looks very generous and so compassionate and so giving and yet it's extremely self-sacrificial and that's what you're feeling there's only so much so much of your energy your own life force as Katie that you can devote to these other beings and between your own journey, and you have so much, there's so much here for you to be. Um, and it's very natural that when we overcommit ourselves in various ways that we feel drained. And to me, that's always a sign that somehow I've signed up for too much. So then I just take pause and I'm like, show me, you know, through synchronicities, et cetera, um, team, God, however I want to look at it, show me the synchronistic play out of how this could be done differently. Because nothing is set in stone. Yeah, that's the the animal part of it. That that is helpful, very much so. The animal part, and I can you know look out into my field right now and know exactly you know who who wants to or who really is part of this plan and and who needs to you know go somewhere else. Um, the, the tough part, I think, for me in my life is um, the fact that well, <laughs> it's good in the, it has the yin and the yang, I suppose. Um, I am incredibly intuitive and always have been and so I feel everything. Um I my emotional body uh has grown and for that I'm grateful. Although I am right now very finding myself very challenged and it seems as though every area, um you know, mm-hmm. relationships, there's a guy that I really like who I, it just it just seems as if you were talking about patterns. I'm like, okay, I, I know I get that intellectually yeah. My emotional body just doesn't seem to 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 get it. It seems to be retarded in some way. Excuse the terminology. I I I don't you know the, that couple yeah with you know moving and no place to go. <laughs> right. There are a lot of. I can tell there's a lot on your plate. I would really um, yeah. encourage you to do a clearing as well, an energetic clearing. I feel like that kind of energetic debris that we talked about sometimes can cloud our sense of, can really cloud our sense of discernment and what our opportunities really are, what our choices really are, et cetera. Um, 
uh, you mentioned the emotional body expanding. Um, I have my, the words we might be using might be different, um, but I just want to clarify that for me, the emotional body isn't what I want to expand. It's actually my, right. my core divine energy that I want to expand more fully. Right. And that right. naturally kind of helps me have a stronger presence of my God essence in my journey so that I can, I want to say, compare that to the emotional body's response and the mental body's response before they just automatically get center stage and just kick in um, right. so that I can really, and similar to what we were talking about in the message today. So I would, we talked at the beginning of the show, and you may have missed that part about which voice wins is an article on the Beacon for Lightworkers website. I really encourage you um, oh do that. And then also on the website, there is a clearing meditation. And if you type in the search field on the website, clearing meditation, um, I think there may actually be two. One involves Archangel Michael. Um, I would definitely, <laughs> I highly recommend that one just to kind of clear out, like I said, uh, clear out the energetic debris that's not yours so that you can feel more of that lightness even. And then call upon your team through regular meditation and making time for yourself. That if you're not if you're you are so worthy of at least ten minutes of time <laughs> with your with your just stillness and calling upon your team, however you do it, where you feel that joy from within, not from giving to others, not from others you know happy happy wagging tail because you fed them, but you feeling joy inside yourself just by your being, and I can you know obviously that's gonna take some changing of patterns and reconnecting of wires in your journey as Katie, because you haven't been operating that way yet. Um, right. But there's a whole series of, of just baby steps you can take to start to shift beyond the old patterns so that you can look at yourself and look at your journey in a completely different way. And then slowly making different choices about relationships, about, you know, how you earn money and how you're able to meet your financial obligations, what financial obligations you have relative to whom you're taking responsibility for. All of those things are within your power and are within your control. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Katie, I love you so much, sister. Your compassion, your nurturing vibration is so absolutely beautiful. And I feel like they're just saying, let's just tweak it a little bit so that you're not feeling run over by the bus every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Landlord and nasty emails or whatever. And just so that yeah. you can feel more of that support because you are not taking on um, that there's a version of you that's not over assuming responsibilities or not just seeing the bigger picture that every single one of these beautiful animals, et cetera, has another opportunity and many opportunities open to them that you're not the only one, but your children only have you. It is not that the animals are less. They just have a different, they have a different journey, you guys. They're not contracted to their, their parental uh, birth family in those ages of youth like we are as humans. So our, our contractual obligations when we decide to have children are naturally different than the animals that sometimes cross through our journey, that they may be temporarily with us, but we need to carefully discern what we are taking responsibility for or nobody wins. Yeah, that's the truth. Okay. I love you so much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you huge nurturing hugs. They want you to feel nurtured back from the universe, okay? 
I love you, Kate. I'm so glad you're I love you, too. Sometimes in the middle of the night when I can't sleep, I turn you on my laptop. That's <laughs> <laughs> to feel the love. Any, that Any support that, that all those recordings can offer you and helping you feel yeah. supported in your journey, that is so – we know, we all need that every once in a while. It's so mm-hmm. good. Okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Blessings. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, beautiful. What a wonderful opportunity. Oh, she's so beautiful. Ah, okay. Closing. (laughs) We already went over. Okay. Thank you so much to everyone. Thank you to all of you for being here. Thank you to St. Germain and the entire Guardian Council of the Golden Ray and all of its members that were here today. Thank you to you, your higher self, and your team that participated today. Um, A lot of important themes came through today. It's a very multi-layered message, as ours is the tend to be. Um, We're just all ready for that, that it's not just one meaning, that it's a multi-meaning slash multidimensional message that if you heard it five times, you'd hear five different things. And if you listen to it five days from now, you'd hear something totally different because we are that dynamic right now. Therefore, communication vehicles that are shared in a vibrational uh, frequency like we choose, you choose, I choose, we're all choosing, uh, we allow the messages to be dynamic and quantum and adjusting to the frequencies that we are desiring at that time. Quantum communication, quantum beings, quantum light in human form and action. That is who and what we are at this time. Ah, love it. If you enjoyed this webinar, this is a free gift to you, by the way. We're not charging for this. Thank you for liking it and or sharing it with others that may also benefit from this very unique experience. Thank you. For those who donate to this work and support it um, energetically through financial donations, etc., I greatly appreciate it. There's a lot of different ways um, that I want to uh, share different things, and they require financial commitments. And this, obviously, Block Talk Radio, there's a membership fee, etc. So, Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your giving back. Um, the Platinum Age documentary DVD or audio download is something you really, really may like, The Platinum Age Creating the New Earth. It is really, really affecting people in a really strong way. It's so inspiring and motivating and incredibly encoded um, for each and every one of us to really fulfill an experiencing of the love and the light that we are in our human form in this journey. It's, uh, anyway, if you feel led, there must be a purpose to that, right? Okay, um, upcoming events, just really quickly, I will be on, I will be a guest on Conscious, let's see, Conscious Cool Chic, Conscious, or is it Conscious Cool Chic? I think it's Conscious Cool Chic. (laughs) It's Chic. Um, On September 12, 2012, so I'll keep you abreast of that one. And then on September 26th, I will be a guest on Carrie Murphy's show, and I'm so excited about that. And I think that's it in terms of events. Um, Yeah, public events. That's all I can think of at this time anyway for the coming months. So thank you. Thank you to every single one of you. Uh, The website is www.beaconforlightworkers.com. There's a lot of free stuff over there, free articles, um, I think hundreds now, over 100 free videos and messages, and they all include meditations, et cetera. So there's a lot to offer there if you feel led. Okay. On Facebook, you can find me at Jill Renee online, and Renee is spelled R-E-N-E-E. 
Okay. Thank you. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Love and blessings to each and every one of you. <laughs> okay, for music, what should we do? I feel like we should do something a little different. Um, oh, let's do uh, let's do When You Believe. It's from The Prince of Egypt, um, the movie, which I actually haven't seen that movie, but uh, When You Believe is the, was the main soundtrack from Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. <laughs> 